Hello, and welcome back to episode three of Not All Bad. Thank you for listening. We actually had a big jump in listeners since episode two came out. I told a lot more people about it. So if you're listening, you're no longer special. Uh, I know, I'm kidding. Uh, you are special, and thank you for listening. Uh, there's just more of you now, so that's great. Uh, and thank you for all the, the good feedback that I've gotten over the past week from everyone who listened. If you happen to have any feedback, you can email me at notallbadshow at gmail.com or, you know, just text me, like I said a thousand times in episode two. Either way works. Texting is more effective, probably. But whatever. Now, before we go any further with the show, I would like to say that uh, it is actually coming to Google Play eventually, soon. I don't know when, but I have submitted the podcast thing to, um, to Google and... I'm just waiting on their approval, so we'll see. I don't really know how long it takes. Uh, iTunes with Apple really didn't take that long, just a couple days, so if you're one of those Android people, it's finally coming to you. You don't have to keep going to Spotify or whatever anymore. Um, not Spotify, I mean SoundCloud. You don't have to go to SoundCloud anymore. You can find the podcast on Google Play, hopefully in a couple days. Uh, and again, just find it like you would on any other service. Just search Not All Bad, and it should be there. Speaking of Spotify, though, uh, it won't be on Spotify, the podcast. I'm not going to try to do it right now. Um, Spotify is a weird thing where you kind of have to be a big-name podcast for them to consider you, and I'm clearly not. Um, there's a way to do it if you're not, but it, it seems unlikely. It's not really worth it to, to me to try right now, but uh, maybe someday I'll give it a go. But uh, as far as it's looking right now, it should be on iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, SoundCloud. And to me, that's good enough. I don't really know how much harder I need to try to get it elsewhere. I think that's probably fine. So um, I guess if you want to see it somewhere else, let me know. But as, as far as I can tell, I think those three are, are plenty. Anyway, that's just a quick update on, on the Google Play thing. Should be coming there soon. I'd like to give a quick follow-up from last week's rant about... This isn't a rant, by the way. This is uh, We're still in the intro here. Okay, this is the beginning of the show. I'm not, I have another thing prepared for later. So this is just a follow-up from last week, complaining about water in the drive-thru. And I know I'm starting to make a real theme out of this whole drive-thru thing. And I wish I wouldn't. I don't want that to become a thing, but I went to McDonald's again, hung over on a Sunday morning to get some, uh, just get a little bit of McDonald's breakfast in me. I love the McGriddle, big fan. And everyone knows rehydration is important following a night of drinking, right? So, naturally, I asked for a water to drink. And I was aware of the podcast that I just recorded a few days prior to this experience. So when asked for what drink I would like with that, I said a water, and she said, in a bottle? And I said, no, thank you. I would actually like that in a cup. And then she said, I can't do that for you, sir. So why did you ask me if a bottle was okay in the first place? And yes, I still had to pay extra for the water bottle, for the convenience of a Dasani water bottle as opposed to a McDonald's cup just filled with water and ice. What the hell? I was so mad. Of course, I, st I didn't change it. I didn't throw a fit. I still got that water in a bottle, and I still paid the extra dollar or $1.50 for it because what what's a guy to do? I can't do anything about that. I could just ask for a different drink, but I wanted a water. I needed to re rehydrate. Why did I? What if I said no to the bottle? And, and I, if instead of asking for a cup, what would she have done? I mean, 
she just could have said, well, that's too bad. It's in a bottle or you're not getting it because there's no other option. I mean, you're going to give me water in a bucket? No, actually, could you uh, duct tape the bottom of a fry container shut and then just fill that with water, please? Yeah, actually, that would be better than a than a damn bottle. I wouldn't have to pay an extra dollar for it. That's for damn sure. Anyway, that happened to me, and I'm mad about it. And uh, I don't know. I guess it was an avoidable situation. I could have just asked for something else to drink, but why would you even say that you can't do a cup of water? And why could you not do a cup of water? You could do a cup of any other beverage I asked for. Why is water any different? And I know it had something to do with the fact that it was in the morning and I was ordering off the breakfast menu, but so the cups are just smaller, which is a total ripoff, by the way. Why don't they just give you the standard size cup when you ask for a drink with your breakfast meal? Why does it have to be a smaller drink than it does with lunch or dinner? What's the big idea there? But I don't, I don't know why that would prevent you, the employee, from filling up my cup with water from the faucet that's underneath the Minute Maid lemonade in the drink fountain. Unbelievable. I'm still obviously not over it. And I'm just as mad as I was at the end of the last one. In episode two, the last time I talked about this. This is plaguing America. It's time to fix it. Step the hell up. I said I... I know I said I wasn't going to rant. And this wasn't a rant. It's not a rant. Okay? You just had a little... An extra rant for today. You got a little bonus rant at the beginning. And I got so mad that the audio clipped. So hopefully it sounds okay. Because I don't want to redo it. It was excellent. I'm going to keep it. Even if the audio sounds bad. I got so loud at the beginning there. And the middle. And the end. That the audio clipped, but we're just going to roll with it. So whatever. That was just a quick follow-up from something that I talked about last week. Something that made me angry. Um, and, and it's continually, obviously, a problem in my life. It's not slowing up anytime soon. I'm still mad about it. But there you go. It's just the world sucks. What, what can you do about it? It's a terrible place to be. A little dramatic. Okay, I admit. That was a little dramatic. Anyway, let's just uh, let's take a moment. Okay, and and calm ourselves down a little bit. And when I say us and ourselves, I just mean me. It's only me who's mad. Everyone else is just along for the ride. But I just need to calm down a little bit. And I can move on into talking about the next thing that makes me really mad. We're breaking the mold here. Episode 1 and 2, these prepared rants were all about fast food. Not anymore, not this time. And I I think I'm just going to ignore... Uh, the beginning, the intro rant, because I really want to put this fast food trend behind me. So it's time to branch out into a new topic. Today, I'm going to be ranting about beanies, the headwear. Um, I don't know where I'll, I don't like that name, and that's a very minor problem that I have with them that I'm not going to expand upon. But I don't like the name. I, I don't know anything else to call them, though. So beanies. I have always hated beanies, always. Throughout my entire life, I've hated them, and if you've known me for a very long time, you've probably heard me complain about them before, but it's something that I like to keep to myself a lot, especially in recent years as I've mellowed out a little bit. Uh, I don't I don't rant about them publicly nearly as often, usually just in my own head. Um, and I think it's because, frankly, I think I've become desensitized, because the more I complain about them and the more I hate them, the more popular, popular they become. So they, they are a bigger uh, fashion thing than they used to be, I think especially amongst the hipster crowd, beanies. Well, what's wrong with uh, just a casual piece of commonly worn headgear? Well, 
that's what the show is about. Can you at least let me get to the point? Can you be a little bit more patient, please, before you start bombarding me with questions? I'm getting there. Beanies have become a fashion item now. Okay, that's uh, something that you wear to be stylish as part of an outfit. And that is underlying the underlying reason why I hate them. They are originally intended to be pieces of headwear worn in cold weather, obviously. So why is it that walking around outside is someone in a t-shirt and a beanie in June? Because it's become a fashion piece. And it should not be. It's a piece of functional headwear worn for the cold. If you're wearing a beanie and it's not cold, what the hell are you doing? And I know this is hypocritical because I have no problem with people who wear baseball caps when it's not sunny. Or whatever. Uh, But that's because... I actually don't know why that's because. I'm just a hypocrite, okay? It's something that you're going to have to come to accept if you're going to enjoy the show. Because I'm going to say a lot of shit that contradicts other things that I've said before. I need to back off the mic. I am, I'm yelling today. We're getting into it early today. But yeah, I just don't wear it if it's not cold. I've only worn a beanie once in my life, and that was on the ski slope. Like it's intended to be worn. And even then, I didn't like it. Personally, they're not for me. I mean, I can't pull anything off, much less that. So uh, catch me on a ski slip with a baseball cap from now on, which is probably even more hypocritical than what I said earlier because, yeah, I'm just, who else wears baseball caps on a ski slip? That's weird, but I do, okay? Because I'm not wearing a beanie, that's for damn sure. But I got to have some form of hat, you know? And in fact, this is why it makes me so mad. You can wear a baseball cap with any other attire and it's acceptable. It at least makes sense. So, you know, if it's winter and you're out in a jacket and gloves and jeans and boots and a baseball cap, that makes sense. I mean, that that logic checks out. It's just the most standard hat on offer. So, of course, you're going to wear it with anything. It works with anything. And it really does work in any weather. I know I said earlier it doesn't make any sense to wear, wear when the sun isn't shining, and that's probably true. But... In terms of temperature-wise, you know, a baseball cap makes sense in the winter. It makes sense in the summer. So you can walk out in flip-flops and shorts and a t-shirt, and a baseball cap also makes sense to go along with it. But these people who wear, like, t-shirts or shorts, the t-shirt and the shorts combo is the worst when paired with a beanie. But even just a t-shirt, it's like, why, what, what compelled you to put that on your head when you stepped outside of the house this morning? Take a moment. And really consider if today is a day that you need to keep your head warm. Because if it's not, because if nature is going to keep your head warm for you today, don't wear a damn beanie. Don't do it. Just don't. You don't need one, so don't wear it. I don't know why. I know it makes no sense. This is, this may actually be the dumbest thing I've talked about on this show yet. And there are already a lot of contenders on episode three. But for some reason, this has always just boiled me to the very core. I hate it. And to be honest, can I, do you mind, can I get real for a second? I wish that I had more to say about it. I wish I had more compelling arguments 
or at least a wider range of things to say about beanies. But I'm sorry, I really don't. I really can't provide any more reasons for why I hate them other than what I've already said. So I'm afraid that so soon already, you know, we only scratched the surface, it feels like. We, we only went so shallow. But I just, I got to end it here because I really don't have anything else to say that I haven't said already. Just don't wear them, please, unless it's really cold outside. If you don't need gloves, you don't need a beanie, okay? You don't need a beanie, especially if you don't need sleeves. Get real, America. Wake up, America. That's all I got. Except it's not. I just thought of something else. I just thought of a new thing to hate about beanies. Imagine that. When uh, they're worn, like, really loosely. This is something that you can never do with any headgear, no matter what. Not even a baseball cap, as much as I've praised it in this segment so far. You cannot pull off a loosely worn baseball cap. And you especially can't do it with a beanie. Whenever people have it to where it's just kind of like, they look like, uh, it looks like Goofy. Like, the way Goofy's hat looks, where the rim of the beanie is just barely clinging on to the scalp of somebody just like at the very top portion of their head it's like above their ears and they have like this lower half of the top of their hair like poking out from under it over their face and it's just like barely clinging on you could fit like a softball at least within the space of the beanie that's not like stretched around the head why do why are you wearing it like that Now, again, I'm out of stuff to say. I can't get... There's nothing left to add. But that's ridiculous. You can't do that no matter what you're wearing on your head. So why are you doing it? Really think about that. But now, yes. Now I really am done. I'm done now. I just... I needed to say that. I had to add that on the end once I thought of it. But I truly am done now. So let's move on, okay? Today, we start with a new list. The topics I didn't use from the last list of 10 have been recycled into a new list, complete with new topics, because I was getting kind of down to the wire, where I would do random numbers and I'd end up with something that I had already talked about before. So we got a new list, 10 fresh topics, hot off the press. Our random number is 5. Again, we've gotten that a few times, actually. Uh, The fifth one on the page is popcorn. I don't really know how... I'm going to find something to hate about popcorn, but I'll do it. I'll find a way. This might actually be the most difficult one I've had to do yet. Uh, a little, just, just a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here. Uh, I'm not going to reveal when exactly, but there has been a substantial break that I took between reading popcorn and recording this sentence that I'm saying right now. It's not fair. I know. I'm cheating the system. I don't do it every time. I almost never do it, in fact. So far, usually I just dive straight into the rant and I find my way somewhere along the way. But I I have nothing for popcorn. There's not really a lot to say. There's so little to say, in fact, that I just put my journalistic integrity on the line by telling you that I actually did take a break to think about this one and I still came up with nothing. Which is against the spirit of the show, to be fair. But come on, this is hard. You gotta give it to me. I think of a couple things when I think of popcorn. First and foremost, it's not really that great of a snack. It's a good snack, but it's not a great snack. If you really want to up your snack game, 
in regards to popcorn, add some M&Ms or chocolate chips to the bowl. Maddie taught me that one. Great move. Really, really throws in some sweet with the salty. I love it. But I can't do a lot of popcorn in big quantities. I don't know why that is. Uh, marshmallows are the same way, not that you asked. But I just like to do, I mean, I guess I do this with pretty much any food. And honestly, whether or not it's a finger food doesn't affect me. Pretty much any food. I just like to grab a big handful and shovel into my mouth as quickly as possible. And popcorn is no exception. French fries is another good example. And doing so with popcorn, it's a dangerous game. It's got it's such a nebulous shape, each individual kernel. It's really a hazard. I end up with a lot of popcorn pieces under the couch often. Can't even imagine what it's like for that poor person that has to clean the movie theater. Which is, I mean, I refuse to go down that route. This, that's the obvious answer, is to complain about popcorn at the movies and the price and all that. But I'm not doing that. That's overdone. I refuse to go down that, that road. Uh, I took the one less traveled. And that made all the difference. Alright, this isn't any better than the movie theater perspective, but one thing that does really suck about popcorn is getting the little pieces of kernel left over from the microwaving process stuck in your teeth. That's your whole day. When, when you eat popcorn, you're making a whole day commitment to discomfort. When I'm leaving the movie theater, when I'm done eating a bowl of popcorn on my couch, you know there's like at least three spots in between my teeth and in between my gums and my teeth where I've got a little popcorn kernel shell stuck. And I now know what I'm going to have to focus on for the rest of the day. I I bet I could just brush my teeth. I, I've never thought about that before, but I think that's actually a good solution. I think that would solve the problem. I got to try that next time. And you know, I'm, I don't know when next time is going to be because you never plan to have popcorn. You just have it. I mean, usually I don't even get it at the movie theater. And as a matter of fact, I'm never making it for myself. Somebody's always offering me popcorn. I'm never going to go out of my way to expend energy to create the popcorn in the first place. I don't like it that much. Popcorn is something that you just get thrust upon you. You don't really ever seek it out yourself. Unless you're a popcorn person. There are a lot of popcorn people. My brother's one of them. Maddie's a second. I think. Maddie, are you a popcorn person? Man, I really hope that that's right. Why do I have that in my head that, that you are? Why am I talking to you in the second person? There's a whole other audience. That's right. I have an audience now. I can say that. Because I now know that multiple people listen to this show. Thank you. I'm... I really am too exhausted for this. My creative juices are not flowing like they should be. I'm tired, and this is terrible. This is the worst rant yet, and I'm mad about it. I might go on a rant about how this one, this rant sucks. I can't even speak right. If you are listening to this, if this makes it into the, the podcast at publish time, you know that this was a bad episode. I'm sorry that you had to get, what is it, 19, almost 19 minutes into the episode to figure that out. But yeah, uh, not a good one. Not a good episode if this made the cut. If this didn't get chopped before it went out, then I'm sorry. This is, I got nothing for this. And I'm tired and I'm stumbling over my words even more than usual. It's a bad scene. It's a bad shake. I'm going to come back tomorrow morning and I'm going to record 
the second and third random rants, and then the rest of the episode. And we'll see if I can actually maybe redo this one because this is a bad one. This is a pretty bad one. And I've already admitted to breaking the rule of just going off of nothing and making this a truly random rant by saying that I thought of this ahead of time. I had to take a break and think of this. And I still have nothing. So if it means anything, at least my cheating didn't work out in my favor because now I'm just embarrassing myself and rambling on about nothing. God, this is bad. I'm over it. Let's move on to the next one. This one sucked. Oh, hey, sorry, I didn't see you there. It's a new day. I'm a new man. I feel way better. That was it. The popcorn one was a bad one, I admit. Okay, but we're going to fix that. This one's going to be a good one. It's a little bit earlier in the night. I'm not as tired as I was last time. That's not a good excuse. But yes, I'm ready to rock and roll. This one's going to be better. The new number is 10. Going all the way to the bottom of the list for 10. And it's frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt is the topic for this rant. Easy. No problem. First complaint, you're not ice cream. Stop pretending to be ice cream. Frozen yogurt has realized this. And it's a sad thing, but they are a dying breed. Frozen yogurt places are on the decline. Mark my words. Because for some reason, ice cream is cyclical. Or should I say frozen dairy products are cyclical. Froyo used to be a big fad back in the day. A couple years ago, Froyo was all the rage. All right, but now it's rolled ice cream, which is stupid. I, I don't like the idea, much like beanies, that frozen dairy products have become some sort of fashion statement that follow a fashion cycle. It's, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And the worst part is, is that frozen yogurt and rolled ice cream, they're amazing. It's frustrating. It causes internal turmoil. I want to hate these things. Because they should be hated. It's just like a stupid fashion trend in the form of ice cream. Idiotic. But it's so good. It's so good and that drives me nuts. Of course, rolled ice cream isn't the topic, is it? Specifically, it's frozen yogurt. What sort of Soviet prison forces you to pay for your meals based on how much the food weighs? Somebody answer that question for me. Because that's not right. I mean, Yogurtland's got me over here picking toppings based on how much they weigh. I'm over here running like the mental calculations to figure out the density of a pretzel stick. By the way, a quick tip, marshmallows, you can pile on just a, a shitload of those guys on your frozen yogurt and they weigh like nothing. They're just uh, pressed air or whatever. I mean, clearly I don't know what a marshmallow is, but you know, they're light, they're lightweight. So in a pay by weight system, which again, what the hell? Marshmallows are a great a great choice. Sprinkles, also lightweight. You can just pile those on there. But things like fruit, oh, you're asking for it now. Seriously, a strawberry compote mixed with the strawberry juices, you're going to put that on your frozen yogurt? All right, say goodbye to $2 right there, idiot. I also like how frozen yogurt places have to have like those sneeze guards. I mean, everywhere has them. Subway has them too. Those like pieces of plate glass that cover the toppings so people and are just disgusting savages and they don't cough into the toppings. That always kind of, it weirds me out. I mean, I'm glad it's there, but it really makes you consider the grander possibilities of germs and the disgustingness of other humans. Frozen yogurt deserves credit for one thing. They do one thing right, 
and at least not everywhere does this, but a lot of the places I've been to do this, and that's have uh, like a container of water off to the side. Like a, it's usually some bullshit like cucumber infused water or something. I know that's typically what uh, I believe it's yogurt land does, but for some reason, frozen dairy products, ice cream and frozen yogurt alike just make you so damn thirsty. And sometimes you just really need a glass of water after inhaling your marshmallow and sprinkle covered with no fruit frozen yogurt. So frozen yogurt's got that down. Baskin Robbins, everywhere else, step your game up. Get some water. Get a water cooler in your in your uh, restaurant, your location. I know I mentioned earlier I compared frozen yogurt places to Soviet prisons. Let's actually revisit that idea and instead just completely turn it on its head and talk about how these frozen yogurt establishments are essentially capitalist paradises. I don't know why. I guess this is evidence of what I said earlier about how the frozen yogurt industry is dying because there's always some sort of new sponsored flavor or something like Mario and Luigi toffee or something like that. You don't see that anywhere else, not on the scale at Yogurtland or Spoons or whatever. These places are always like scrambling to get some sort of weird brand deal for their flavors. And they're always exchanging flavors. They're, they're, you come in like a month later. I mean, how often are you getting frozen yogurt, right? Hopefully not more than a month. If you're doing once a month, 12 times a year, you, you still need to cool it, okay? That's a lot of froyo per 365 days. A little too much, if you ask me. But, you know, let's pretend for a moment that once a month is the maximum reasonable amount of visits that you can take to a frozen yogurt place in a year. Every month, there's like a new flavor that's replaced an old one. And I don't like that, okay? I find something that I like that's delicious, and when I come back, it's gone. And I know they have the standard rotation, like the the tart one or whatever it is, the one of the plain ones and like vanilla and chocolate are obviously always going to be there, but they're hard to find because sometimes it's like vanilla bean or just vanilla, or sometimes it's like sauce six flavored vanilla or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why that came to my mind. That's the two things that I thought of when I was thinking of commonly consumed media was the sixth saw movie, which I'm sure has already come out like probably in like 2007 or something. Actually, I'm going to look that up right now. Saw 6. And the other one was Mario and Luigi. I don't know what's wrong with me. It came out in 2009, actually. I was really close. Never seen a Saw movie in my life. So I'm proud of that one, I guessed, within two years of the Saw 6 release date. Wow, only only uh, 6 out of 10 on IMBD. And 90,000 people voted on it. Not a great movie, apparently. Anyway, that was just an unnecessarily massive tangent but the point that i was getting to is uh oh uh, i i don't remember what i was getting to actually something about the flavors changing a lot and that's frustrating as someone who knows what they like and likes consistency that's pretty annoying to me so i wish that there was some way they could work out the, all these brand deals and just focus on giving me what i want i would really appreciate that and, and they always, like, they have, I don't know why they do this either. It's such a weird concept to me because you could just mix them yourself if you want to. But they'll have, you know, 12 flavors or whatever. But each, there's like pairs of flavors. So there's like six coves of frozen yogurt dispensers. And you, you can like do 
the left lever for one flavor, the right lever for another, or the middle lever for a mix. I don't. I never understood that. And a lot of times the mixes are just terrible. Nobody in their right mind would, would mix those two flavors together, and somehow they're still paired. I, I don't get that. Why can't you just have 12 individual dispensers and then let me decide if I want to mix them myself, what I want to put together? I know I still have the freedom to do so, but I don't know why that you have to, they have to psychologically force me to pair these two mentally. Just It's not that hard. I can just pour two into the same cup. I don't need your help with that. Thank you very much. I, I don't know. Not Not really worth complaining about, but then again, nothing on this show ever has been really, has it? Except for the water bottle thing. at the Really? Come on. Somebody needs to fix that because that is actually a problem. Um, and I don't want to get... I don't need to get back to that. But I've talked about that enough across two episodes already. I just hope that this one was better than the damn popcorn one. I feel like it was. I feel like this one went better, if I'm being honest. Can I be honest? I don't know how this Froyo one is really going to turn out in the long run. Probably not going to be one of the greats. Not a Hall of Famer. But it's definitely better than the popcorn one. So, you know, maybe it was wise to take a night off. I don't know. You know what? I really feel like I'm back in it. I feel like I'm back on my game. This one's going to be a good one. I can feel it. I'm trying to generate a number. I think I just got 10 three times in a row. But uh, now I have nine. The ninth one is candles. Which is something uh, a little bit innocuous to to write a, to rant about. And I think, uh, here's my theory. I think when Maddie put this list together for me, she was eating popcorn and there's a candle on her like bedside table next to her or something. And uh, I don't know, maybe she was just dreaming about frozen yogurt. I don't think she was eating frozen yogurt simultaneously with popcorn, but I have a feeling she was just kind of looking around the room and, and making this list based off of that. Not knocking it. It's worked so far, except with I got screwed with the popcorn one. That one was uh, a little rough on me, but... Frozen yogurt went well. Not knocking the method, Maddie. Thank you for putting this together for me. Anyway, we're talking about candles now. This one is tough for me personally. Nothing new for episode three. The episode three is has been rough, okay? It's been a rough one for me personally. I've had to work really hard at it. This is no exception. Candles are no exception because I've never been a candle guy. And I'm still not a candle guy, if I must admit. If I'm being totally honest, I'm not a candle guy. But I do now recognize the benefit and the value of a good candle. If I have one in my proximity, I'm probably not going to ever remember to light it. But they're great for making a room smell nice, obviously. I mean, that's their purpose, right? Bad source of lighting. Unless you're going for like a romantic vibe. Or something where your vision isn't the top priority. Generally not a great source of light. And speaking of candle properties, I've always found it interesting how candles are kind of always seen as the most notorious unchecked fire hazard. Which, you know, I understand. you got to treat every fire with respect, okay? I'm not saying that it isn't important to blow the candle out before you leave for the day or whatever, obviously. But everyone, all these apartment complexes and everything seem to be so paranoid about a building burning down because of a candle. Again, you can't fault them. It makes sense. But I don't know how often that it, like, it's just such a small flame. It's an open flame, but it's such a small flame. 
in theory, theoretically resting on such a stable base, like what's going to happen that's going to cause that fire to spread? Just doesn't seem like a likely thing to happen to me. And if a fire does start because of a candle, I feel like that's completely, you, you're just an idiot. You know, must have like been set too close to something. Obviously, I don't know anything about candles because I don't use them myself. So maybe I'm wrong. In fact, I usually am. And if anyone, if you or anyone you know has had a house fire because of a candle, then I'm sorry. I'm basically just talking here. I don't actually mean anything I'm saying based on this candle conversation. I'm just grasping at straws here, okay? It's a shame that all those people that used to put out candles by licking their thumb and index finger and pinching the flame are all in jail now. You hate to hear about that. They're all in jail now. I don't know. I don't know um, how it works out, but they, they've all been incarcerated. For some mistake they've made in their life. That pinching out a flame thing is like baby's first party trick. Every like cool kid could do that circa 2007. You know, much like my, I guess I'm just on, on an 07 binge. That's what I guess for Saw 6 earlier. But uh, everyone around that time just always, that was like the cool thing to do. If there was an open flame within 100 miles the kid at the birthday party was going to get there and, and pinch it out with his fingers. He didn't even need to go that far because the birthday cake has candles right there on it. So a hundred mile radius is a bit excessive, more like a hundred feet. It's a birthday cake right there, man. And the the idiotic little boy bullshit doesn't stop with the open flame. Those uh, candles that are basically like a hot plate and they heat up wax, like scented wax or something and makes a pool of melted wax little like middle school boys like I once was used to just dip our fingers in it and make like little molds of our, our fingerprints out of the melted wax, just stupid kid shit, man. So I guess what I'm saying is candles are the ultimate playground for the daring teenage prepubescent boy. And I recognize for the record that prepubescent and teenage is an oxymoron, but some of us were late bloomers. Okay. That's just how it works. Okay, with that um, ridiculous, unforgivable sentence, I think this topic is done. I think I'm going to wrap this one up. And we're on track for the longest episode yet. So uh, I think I'm. I think sticking with three random rants per episode is pretty consistent. I like that. So uh, why stop here on episode three? We're on a roll. Might as well end on three on the third episode. Now it's time for the prepared positive rant. And boy, I really have nothing for this one. There's really not a lot. This is not a great one. I haven't had a... Okay, the, the restaurant mints one I was proud of, but I ended up pulling a good one out of my ass. I have never come to my microphone with a good idea for a positive rant. And I guess that's just because I'm so negative all the time. I don't know why that is. It's a shame, really. There's a lot of stuff I love about this beautiful, beautiful earth but it isn't anything that I can really rant about, you know. A lot of people have been asking me, actually, since I told them about this podcast, to recount my infamous World War One drunken rant at O'Bannon's with uh, only only Casey and Derek were there to witness that. And I would love to do that again, uh, but that's more of an in-person thing. It doesn't really work well, translate well for the podcast. I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe someday for a special occasion. But listen, there's a lot of stuff about this universe that I, I frankly, I'm obsessed with. A lot of things that I love. There's a lot, even more things that I like, obviously. But I have a really hard time coming up with 
stuff that is appropriate to talk about in this format in a positive way. So I don't know. That's basically a long-winded explanation to provide you with the excuse that I've got nothing good today either. But uh, it's that time of the year that the Little League World Series is on. And that's what this positive rant is about. Little League World Series is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, of course, uh, it's, it's about youth and growing up in America, uh, the national pastime, and just boys pursuing their dreams and working hard to achieve a goal together. That's wonderful. It's beautiful, but that's not what this positive rant is about. No, on the contrary, I was watching the Little League World Series. I believe it was Rhode Island versus Pennsylvania, maybe? Or maybe it was Massachusetts. Rhode Island v. Massachusetts. And I just, something that brought a little happiness to me. This is really dark and uh, kind of unnecessary, but it's all I got. I thought it might be funny. Is whenever the kids would do bad, like strike out, or it was a big play and they messed up, or heaven forbid they lose the game. I liked the gymnastics that the cameramen and women had to perform to avoid showing crying children on TV. I'm sorry. I, like I said, it's pretty morbid. But I thought that was really funny uh, that every time like a kid started to kind of break down into tears as he walked back from this out at second base to the dugout, you could kind of see him like bow his head and scrunch his face, and then they'd have to like cut away to uh, like another part of the field. It's just an inconsequential third baseman just standing around or something. So they didn't show a crying kid on national television. I like that. And I'm not faulting the kids, obviously. I mean, it's a huge moment for them. They're on national TV playing the sport they love for the world championship and a kid's sport. That's pretty cool. And I mean, that's a high-pressure, high-intensity situation. And they're just kids. I'm not blaming the kids for crying. But I am complimenting the cameramen and women who are dodging those scenes expertly. Because you always get like maybe like a second or two shot of of tears and you really got to relish those because that's all you're getting. They're switching away quick. They're just Johnny on the spot. So I appreciate that. Great work out there to America's heroes, little league world series, cameramen and women. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really stumble over my words enough for leave any awkward pauses to require any edits in that entire segment of ranting about little league world series camera operators. So it must be at least pretty decent. All that was stream of consciousness. It was just one take. It took me one take to talk about all that. Fantastic. So I'm, I'm satisfied with it. I think maybe that was a good way to wrap up an otherwise uh, rough episode. Hopefully I'll come prepared next time with something a little bit more positive, something that actually made me genuinely happy and not just darkly twisted and something that I thought would be funny to talk about on the entertainment show that I do for nobody, for me. I do it for me. So that's it for the show. Episode three is a wrap now. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to everyone who just started listening recently because I told you about it. That really does mean a lot to me. And you talking to me about the show really does mean a lot to me. Thank you to everyone giving it a listen now. I feel like I have a pretty good, uh, a pretty good group, an audience that I'm satisfied with. So thank you. It's not just, it doesn't feel like I'm just talking to myself from now on, which is um, quite a big change. So again, I can't say it enough. Thank you. Only because I think it makes me sound cool and professional. Don't forget that you can always reach out to the show at notallbadshow at gmail.com. No reason to do so. I just wanted to say that because I like that I have an email. 
uh, some news that actually is beneficial to you and practical in some way or form for some of the audience is, again, check back in a couple days if it's not there yet. Podcast should be making its way to Google Play for Android people, which uh, should be a whole lot better than SoundCloud. So keep an eye out for that. I really hate starting and ending the show with no music. That's not a common thing. Not a lot of podcasts have that cold open or close. Music is super common, but I really don't have the means to access any of that music. I don't have the clout to reach out to a particular artist and ask them for permission to use their song. Uh, I don't want to pay for music, and I don't really want to use any like cheesy free music that comes with like GarageBand or anything. Uh, I looked up uh, music that's in the public domain to see what kind of songs I could pull that were created by actual artists that have now had their copyright expired and can be used freely by anyone in the United States. And it turns out that the newest one I could find was from before the Great Depression, which is, uh, I guess, uh, I don't really know how music copyright law works, but apparently the copyrights don't expire for a long time. I mean, I saw songs that were so old, they just blatantly used the N-word in the lyrics and song titles. That was the kind of stuff I was working with under the public domain. Uh, Obviously, I don't feel comfortable using that for my podcast, so this is a huge stretch. And I'm much like the email, the only reason I'm sharing this is because I feel like it adds some sort of air of pseudo-legitimacy to this show. If anyone is talented at all in making any sort of music, um, reach out to me. That would be really cool to have some sort of uh, custom song. It doesn't have to be specifically catered to the show, but just something unique. Um, that would be pretty cool. So whatever. Any suggestions on how to get music would be awesome. Um, I could very easily look into all of that myself, but you know, I have an audience now. Why not use it? Right. Uh, and also I'm just lazy and, and I don't care that much, um, but it would be cool to be able to actually have music for once. Thank you for joining me on the longest episode yet. I mean, I know it's only episode three and it's only the longest by about two minutes, probably going to end up uh, by three or four by the time I've finished going on this useless rant right now. Um, but yeah. Longest one yet, so whatever, we're out here. Um, Apparently, I'm going to try to keep the episodes around 40 to 45 minutes long from now on. No reason other than that just is how it worked out the first three times, so why not keep it consistent? But that's not important to you, really, so whatever. That's a wrap on episode three. This one was tough, but thank you for sticking it out till the very end. My name is Zach Andrews. This is not all bad. Thank you for listening.